Hits of the 60s and 70s iRadio 76 CKIW iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? It is definitely like uh, bringing in your favorite uh, cousin as the two Dutch uncles go sit on their porch. (laughs) And and, and we talk nothing but, but drag racing around here. And that's the expression that we use about having the the um, hello, two hello. Dutch uncles. Hey, Todd, how you doing? Good, John. How are you? Dandy, Todd Senior Dunham, of course, of Drag Racers of Michigan Facebook fame. <laughs> Welcome. You got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. were Detroit, and we were all kinds of stuff earlier. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the fun part of all that is that I'm still trying to do the M. MCA and the MNFL. Oh. oh my God. Such a disaster. We just say, look, those people at 131. All right. We are at halftime now, aren't we? Uh, of of yes. drag racing in Michigan. This is, if you believe that people were drag racing in April, <laughs> you know, mm. then here we come into July. I mean, trends, things, what have you seen so far? Um, well, my, my first one is Milan. Um, that, that, that is, it's great to have that track back. Um, you know, the, the, the race that I liked the most was the Friday night, the heads up series that starts this week. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that one there is, that, that's a big plus right there. Uh, that really is going to help out that lower part of Michigan. Um, on the traveling, you know, now they've got a place to go right in their backyard, um, and, and off to the races they go. Um, it looks like all the tracks are just, are busy and it's just, it's great to see, you know, after two years of, well, just crap, um, <laughs> here we, here we go, you know, we're right back to where we were. Yeah. I mean, the so, fun the fun part about it, all this is, and everything that you've seen probably on your uh, Facebook page, is uh, the the wild thing is that everybody has put money into their track. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. And not just nickel dimes. No. You know, I mean, they've all made big improvements. Uh, you know, Ubley has, uh, Northern has, Lapeer has, MidMichigan has, Milan, whoa, have they. Um, Onondaga, you know, they're all going. It's just, it's, it's, it's great. Everything looks really good right now. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And it's one thing that, that we can't overemphasize enough. For the first time in years, and Todd just hit on it, for the first time in years, all seven tracks in Michigan are running. Seven. Yep. States are losing tracks. Michigan has a plus two over the last two years. And that's something. Yeah, yeah, and it, it and, would, and, go ahead. No, it, it's just, you know, it, you, you've seen where, you know, all our Michigan tracks were, and I, and I don't mean to downplay anything, but we kind of got to a lull, you know, where all the, you know, the Ohio's and the Indiana's and, and uh, Pennsylvania's, all of those guys were just going gangbusters, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, Michigan got to saying, hey, I think we got to do something here. And then they all cut loose, and now look at Premier State. You know, yeah. you want to come racing, come to Michigan. We got just about everything you need right here. Come on in. Yeah, and it's and it's one of those things where you don't have to go to Norwalk all the time now. Yeah. You know, I mean, people yep. are it's like, oh yeah, well we got to trail up. First of all, you're not going to do it on five dollars a gallon. You know, or maybe you <laughs> will. You know, depending on on what it takes for you to go out to go racing. But as much as you hit on it, take a look at what, and we were talking about this at the halfway turn of the pole, if this was a uh, horse horse race. It's like, story of the year, it, it, it's neck and neck, and Ubley's up there. 
because mm-hmm. I we were we had a uh, we were down at Dragway Forty Two and he was calling the race with fast forwards and we were down there, and and I'm I was trying to beat it out of him and then I I let Sue try to beat it out of him, you know it's like where did you guys find this ATM in your backyard? <laughs> you know where did all this money come from all of a sudden that you could pour new concrete. You had Brandon Mass there, not once, not twice, but three times. You got new boards on the upside. You know, you got lights now. I mean, that bump is gone, allegedly, you know. It's like this used to be a track where everybody went, oh, it's a very nice track. They have, you know, nice food there, you know. But Mm -hmm. it's, oh, and they also got cement for the eighth mile. You know, which which really held back a lot of people. I'd go to Ubley, but, you know, they still have the barriers. You know, still barriers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like you say, the whole state of Michigan is covered. Yeah. The north, the east, the west, the south. Uh, you know, uh, people from out of state are, are coming back. Um, and we're all proud. You know, we're all proud of what we have here and what all these guys have done, guys and gals. Uh, what they've done to the tracks, and it's a premier state again, you know? Yes. Not that it, it wasn't before, but it, they've all made a statement, you know, and, it, and it's all kudos to those guys. They, they've, they've done awesome work. It's, it's almost like, Todd, and see if you agree, it's almost like now we have seven restaurants. They all serve good food, but they all have different specialties. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they cater to just about every taste that someone could have. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you're into, you've got a place to run your snowmobiles, you've got a place <laughs> to run your bikes, your Harleys, your, uh, the old gassers, um, the three-second cars. You've got a place to run, I mean, you've, you've got a place to run everything. Yeah. What, what more can you ask for? Yeah, and, and as much as Milan was going to be iffy, and I'm telling you, when we're in Ohio, when we travel, we still get, you know, talk about Milan. It's it's like, look, there's more than just Milan here. Even though we love to talk about Milan, they did yep. a hell of a job, you know, of everything. I, yeah, it's the pictures that I've seen. Like I say, I haven't been there, but the pictures I've seen, it's like, holy smokes! I mean, it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole new track. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, and, and, you know, as one of the racers said, the stench is gone of the previous regime. It's almost like everybody now forgot about that. And we told, we kept telling people, they're not coming back. Don't worry. You know, it's they're not, like, underneath the booth, and they're going to come jump up and go, ha-ha, everybody is suspended we're, again. We're back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and, you know, they they say that you know when when you have a couple uh, bad years, it only takes to, to make you forget about the bad, and and jump on a bandwagon and, and go yeah. from there. So you know that's that's the positive note of it. Well, I mean, the funny thing is looking at them up close. If we're talking about Milan. You got Harold and Perry, and they both have distinct jobs to do, and they both do them well. I mean, Perry, he is just the management guy, pardon me, of doing everything, like with all the concrete and all the the new uh, look of the place and the paint and all that. Mm-hmm. Perry, or Harold, I should say, loves to interface with human beings, you know, <laughs> and boy, can he do it well. I mean, he is the epitome of selling snow to Eskimos. You know, I mean, he's just charismatic. And between the yep. two, they got uh, sponsorships like we have never seen, especially in this environment. And and even just today, some of the stuff that's been popping up. I mean, it's like every hour. You know, he's got something out there. He's advertising. He's you know, he he's bringing back. Hey, don't forget, guys. We're open. We're ready to go. I'm gonna put this right in your face because we want you here. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's been great. It's amazing. You know, Northern does a hell of a job. They got whoever does their graphics and their posters and whatever they use for uh, media. They do a great yeah. job. Uh, 
Ubly is is starting to catch on because you can't do this without that. You know, and you're right, Mylan, who's ever doing their graphic work and stuff like that, top notch. Mm-hmm. But boy, yes. y- you hit it right on the head, Todd. When you you know, there's something about Mylan, and and Harold told us this on on one of our videos that we did with them. There's going to be something like five, six days a week running in that track, and we all went, okay, you know. And then I'll be <laughs> damned if that's not all happening. No matter what it is, I mean, time to get some money in the till there, boys. You put yeah. out a little bit. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Everything's been going out. It's time now to get start getting some of that stuff back. And and like you say, it's nice to see that it's just not a Saturday and a Sunday and maybe yeah. a Friday night track. They're doing stuff, you know, uh, all week long. Um, it's cool. And the special events, you know, that barbecue they had. Brilliant. Um, just trying all kinds of different things, whatever it takes. doesn't matter. You know, as long as it tickles somebody's fancy and gets <laughs> some butts in the stands, let's do it, you know. Yeah, I, I think there was, at one way, it was like, look, you two guys never ran a drag strip. How the hell are you going to pull off a major version like this? But it becomes almost an advantage because they're not deadlocked in that in that brain trust of you're right. Yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday is test and tune. You yep. know, I mean, if you could go into Harry and Perold, Harry and Perold, <laughs> more bourbon, please. You could have gone to Harold and Perry and and said, look, can we have a Schwinn bicycle race? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Tracks open. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I don't think they're doing it on a, yeah, God bless, hurry up, give us the, you know, the deposit money. You know, they're like, oh, it's here, it's open, we got it. You want to run around, run around, have fun. And that's what. Well, if, you know, if, yeah, and if you love the sport, you know what I mean? You're just, they're excited. You know, it's it's not, and I'm not saying that nobody else is excited, but these sure. guys, they're, they're just getting into it. Yeah. You know, they want it all, and they want it right now. Come on, what what do you got? Like you said, Schwinn's, you know, uh, uh, pedal bikes, uh, mini bikes, <laughs> whatever it takes, get them out here. Yeah. You know, we'll prep the track for you, and let's rock and roll. Yeah. And, you know, they got great electronics now, which is really cool. They have the announcer... This is kind of weird because everybody went to Milan and for at one time you have the announcer now you have Clyde from Onondaga who is is one of the best. I mean he's he's there's Nick Genowick and there's a lot of other folks, you know, but I would put uh Clyde as top 3 and we've had him on a couple of times. He's very energetic and he's very interactive with anybody that's seated. Cuz we have heard some announcers who just give times and names, and that's all. Okay, that's their own gig. But when you get people excited and they're coming back, it's kind of like seeing a great band at Pine Knob. They do well. The uh, audience is into it, which makes the band get into it, which makes the audience get into it, and it's a night you'll never forget. Yeah, and like you said, you know, when you're, you know, even if you're sitting in the stands and you're hearing, uh, explaining about the cars and yes. explaining about this and and just you know like like we do on these these shows you know you just talk back and forth like you know two buddies sitting on a back porch drinking a diet uh, orange fagel and or a bagel you know you <laughs> yeah you feel and I think you got something in yours in my bourbon yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but it makes everybody feel to be part of the track yeah. part of something that's going on and, and it makes people come back you know and, and you hit it right on the head because Clyde does this and I don't know any other announcer that does he explains what's going on mm-hmm. he doesn't take it for granted that you know you know that somebody busted out on a 035 what that means <laughs> you know yeah. or, or what a pro mod means he actually tells and I think that's pretty cool because how many more people would be attracted to football if they knew what a nickel defense was, if they knew what yeah, a Tampa 2 was? You know, you don't have to be yeah. a genius on it, but you have to figure out why did the car, uh, why they both leave the Christmas tree at the same time and the guy hit the finish line first, but he lost. Oh. Yeah, he lost, and, and they're scratching their head. 
what do you mean he broke out? What what broke? Drive shaft? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand it. He went through first, a green light. Tell me, guys. Yeah. And it, it's just, it, like you like I said before, it makes people feel part of part of something, makes them want to come back, learn a little bit more, maybe even buy a car and go out and, and mess around with it. Yeah, yeah. And what's happened is that drag racing is its own worst enemy. It does nothing to grow it for the fan. It does nothing to really grow it for the first-time racer. If you're a first-time racer, 82% of the chances is because either your dad or your grandfather or your uncle had a car. Yeah. You know, there's there's very few times that, that somebody's going to grab a 2016 Buick LeSabre and say, okay, I'm going to hit this in low eights. That's going to happen. You know, you I mean, know and there's, there, there's a, you know, you go up to the track, you're by yourself, you don't know anybody, mm-hmm. you really want to get into it, and you go up there and you're intimidated. You know, you don't know the staging lanes or when you're being called or, or how to, you know, light the bulbs and and all that kind of stuff and what they don't realize is that you can walk up to any racer unless he's pulling a motor yeah and and upset because he's not going to make the next <laughs> round you can yeah you can talk and look at them if they've got a really ugly frown and sweating like crazy Move. go to the next guy yes yeah go, but any one of them would be more than happy to talk to these new kids, new young adults, older folks, and explain to them what racing's all about. I mean, they, they get a kick out of that. Yeah, you know, the, the one of the things, and I don't think we should be too shy about this, but one of the things that we're doing is we're developing a series that tells, you know, it, it's like drag racing, and we shan't say for dummies, but drag racing for first-timers. This is what mm-hmm. a pro mod is. This is what a drag radial is. This is what a 10-5 car is. If you understand that, then you can come into the tent. You will understand what people are trying to say. Drag racing does an awful way of alienating people. We know the shorthand thing, and we have a special um, handshake if you're a drag radio person. You know, or a 275 person, but what does that mean? I mean, okay, yep. you have a drag radial, but, um, okay, so I understand that you have to have a special tire, but does that mean something different with the engine? Does, I mean, can you have a four-cylinder? I mean, what does that do? Is that right? Exactly. Can I just put a drag radio on anything and yeah. race in that class? Right. Exactly. It's like, is my car qualified? Is my, you know, I'm trying to think of a rear engine car nowadays, but, you know, it's, <laughs> can I put it on my SUV, put a drag radio, and I can race with you guys? Yeah. That's what, and it, you could be, it's hard to pretty well explain it, but it's kind of like football. It's like, look, you have 10 yards and you have to keep, in, in three tries, you have to make 10 yards. You could get yep. super technical about how you do that, but if you're telling somebody football 101, then, okay, now I understand it. Now I understand where that yellow line is, and I understand where the team is, and I see where they got to yep. go. Okay, they got three shots. Get it. Got it. And, you know, Milan, when, when they had those, those uh, Friday night heads-up series, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, because they've got – well, they got the Outlaw 10-5, they've got Motor City Muscle, they've got uh, Run What You Brung, they've got all, um, all these different classes. And I remember them having uh, spec sheets for all these different classes. So I started printing these things out, and I was looking at them, and it's surprising how much you learn, Yeah, you know, with, with these different classes. And, and so then when you go down to the track, you say, okay, this is Motor City Muscle, or this is the 632 class, you know, I kind of know what these guys are running, and, you know, quarter mile, eighth mile, you know, whatever it is, and it just it, it just makes for a better experience. I, I sincerely think it's kind of, you, you're absolutely right, Todd. If people understood that, okay, um, Judas Priest plays heavy metal, the Carpenters play easy sounds, um, the Beach Boys play oldies. If you saw that coming on saying, oh, the Beach Boys are going to be in town this Friday, ah, 
I like mm-hmm. Beach Boys. I'm going. It's like if you yep. say, look, here's Heads Up. Ah, I like Heads Up. I know what that means. I'm going to go. You know, but if yep. you look at that thing and you go, you know, 275 class, 105 class, drag radio, and you have no idea what any of that is, you're staying home probably because you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be fun nope. or is this something dopey? Yep, yep. And I, oh, I want to go down to that race this Friday so bad. The reason why you don't uh, is just, what? I just too much, too much work, too much work, and not enough play. How come you can have too much work? Just quit your job. Go down there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and live off the chili cheese fries. <laughs> Who wouldn't understand that? What understanding oh. wife? What? I mean, how long have you been married? Oh, 30, 36 years now. Okay, so you're married when you were 12. Years. Okay, obviously from uh, Tennessee. Yeah. All right. You betcha. All right. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Here to help. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know what family wouldn't say, you know what, kids? We're packing up and we're moving. I mean, kind of like, you know, Beverly Hillbillies. We're, we're going to get out of here. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of places that you could camp at Milan, you know, for a family of, what, two, three, anybody at home anymore? No? Uh, no, just me and my wife and the two dogs. See how easy that would be? Get yourself like a gremlin with one of those camping back taps, you know? <laughs> and then, What was that, that old beetle? Wasn't it an old beetle that had that fifth wheel hitch right on the roof? <laughs> Remember that? And you could just sit there and do donuts underneath it. There you go. Yeah. All right. A well, Corvair and just pop the front and have a pull-out tent on it. Okay. <laughs> then you clearly see where I'm going. <laughs> I do. I do. I see your point. Well taken. Don't know that I'm going to follow it, there but I see the point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody that would give up, you know, job security and benefits and all that stuff, you know, to go down and see a drag race. You know? Just to go down and see a drag race. What? Think about that day that you'd come home and shut the door and go, honey, guess what? I gave it all up so I can watch Heads Up Friday. Aren't you proud of me? I, w- <laughs> I would continue moving on through the house, through the back door, out to the barn where I would live for quite some time. <laughs> you could still live on the premises? I'm impressed. Yeah, I could, yeah. As long as I was out of, out of 12 grade, you would be in pretty good shape. I was going to say, <laughs> if you know where all the weaponry is in the house, hide it. You know? that, that would be the first place I went. <laughs> and then tell her the texture at least then you got a 10 foot roll to it. it it is amazing how many people do want to go down i mean the curiosity even down to uh um brian who's putting on brian scott who's putting on the uh airfield drags down in three mm. rivers i mean we're trying our damnedest to get him i i think i understand where he's going he wants to get a couple under his belt and then we'll travel you know, but yeah. there is, I mean, is there a small airport by you? Oh, there's, uh, yeah, there is a small airport in Owasso. Uh, I know there's one up in Saginaw, Harry Brown. Um, I know there's more. It's just that's okay. It's muddling me right now, but there's the two right there. So there's two right there. So now if you brought one that was closer to Owasso, and I realize mid-Michigan's nearby, but not that mm-hmm. nearby. But if you right. brought some gassers and stuff like he's doing down at, at Tri, um, Three Rivers, Tri Rivers, uh, <laughs> that, you know, does that not pique curiosity? Look, the circus is coming to your town, you yeah. know. Here's drag racing, touch the cars. And it's it's something that you said, you know, a couple of minutes ago. Drag racers, unless they're throwing their snap-ons. No, they never throw the snap-ons. They throw the craftsmen. You know, 916th wrench. You know, <laughs> every drag racer that we know is very approachable. Extremely yeah. approachable. Yep. You know, so... And you, you, can, you can tell. You can tell which one's to and which one's not to. Yeah. Approach. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If you approach somebody that's past maybe 45, 46 years old, you probably yeah. get a, a 99% chance good hit. You know, yep. I mean, a lot of these people will tell you, like you know, like a John Densky and those guys, come sit in our car. Take a picture mm-hmm. next to it. You can't break it. There's nothing you can right. do. 
you know, and the whole awe. I mean, really, when did you start really liking drag racing, Todd? How old were you? Oh, my God. Uh, Dad was taking me to, to Tri-City, probably six years old, seven years old. Okay. And so, let's see, you married 30. Okay, so you're 42 right now. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been into it for about fifteen years now. <laughs> Good man, you. Yeah. All right. Talk about giving the wife cover. Way to go. Um, and but see, it was something that was spectacular to you, and I mean spectacular in the Webster dictionary version of the word. Yep. You know, I mean, what attracted you? What kept in your mind that said, "Okay, let's go back"? It was just the cars. You know, always, always been infatuated with cars, uh, fast cars, and watching what people could do, you know, with their own two hands and just a slight wee bit of cash, um, <laughs> what they could do to make these cars do what they do, and and to be as safe as they are, yeah. 98% of them, um, was just, it's just intrigued me. Um and you know, I've built a few over the years, and and like I say, I'm I'm minus one right now, minus anything. But it still doesn't mean that, you know, you still don't love the sport. Wait a minute, minus one. Where's the truck? I got rid of the truck a year ago. <gasps> Eat yep. gad! What a no, secret that you had. Truck. I I sold that to uh, Mark Martinez. He's got it now. So he's put a lot of work into it and it's a it can, it's a consistent runner right now yeah i got rid of it uh almost a year ago this week wow you know it's it's one of those things where it just sat there and sat there because it just didn't have the time to go out and play and have some fun and somebody might as well enjoy it wow so, yep Yep, so he bought it, and uh, he's been working on it for the last year, and I think he's got her licked now, and she's running pretty consistent. I don't see it out very often because he's, he's running the Nova, <clears throat> and I believe he probably got it for his daughter, uh, who's going to be racing eventually too. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I was But gonna... like I say... Just because I don't have it doesn't mean I still don't love this sport. I'm, I'm still infatuated with it. I'm just a little, little thicker in a wallet. <laughs> you are now. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. You you can take a race car and it can sit in a garage and not move throughout the year, and you'll update it every three months. <laughs> that's you know, why you got to take out racing. Yeah, you don't have to move. It doesn't have to do anything, but you're going to upgrade that thing. Because one day it's gonna, and you want it to be right. I mean, wouldn't that make a great Christmas gift for one of your kids? Yeah. Good man, you. Okay, so let's go back to this. Yeah, Yeah, but now that you're having second thoughts and going, you know what, I should buy it back from that guy and give it to one of my kids, have the legacy keep going on. There you go, and there's a Hallmark movie. Go ahead. it was kind of funny because it's been breaking the last few times he had it out, and that offer came back. You sure you don't want to buy this thing back? <laughs> I said, it's breaking? No. <laughs> Why, sure. That's that's the kind of car I want, something that's going to oil down the track. How much you want? You know? Let me ask Honey he, here. You know, holy. Yeah. yeah, but he, like you say, he's got her all fixed up, and she's rocking and rolling. So. All right. But now let's get back to the yes, airfield drive. Yeah, I mean the the big deal of that if it was when we talked to folks, and especially one of the very first things, and if they seen cars in the heyday of drag racing, it was the noise, it was mm-hmm. the the spectacular colors of the cars, it was the name on the cars, it was wheel standing when that wasn't like a I mean when wheel standing was like something. You know, boy, yeah. if your car could pull a wheelie, although it looked great, it's a little squirrely with you. Yep. You know, yep. all these things factored in to go back. It's not like watching a baseball game where it's like, here's a pitch, here's a pitch, even though we love baseball. 
You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there was something that was always going on, and there were so many cars back then. I mean, when we were, t- we were talking to Don Moyer about, you know, the, the rock and race that he's got, got 500 cars? Hell yeah. You know, watch 24 yeah. cars, maybe not what you want to do. But now, a lot of the tracks in Michigan have, you know, kids under 10, and I think that's at, at the airfield drags. But if you get the drags coming to your city, and if you publicize it, you know, why wouldn't you take, you know, Ma, Pa, and the kids and see drag racing? To us, that always said, great, yeah, I'll, pine, I'll prime the pump, you know, to go yeah. to mid-Michigan, to go see it. It's a beautiful track. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's getting to where, you know, a few years ago, and you guys, you and I talked about this when I first kind of started with you guys, that, yeah. you know, on a regular, just a regular a bracket race day event, you know, they there wasn't a lot of vehicles there. You know, there there wasn't a lot of people in the stands. There wasn't a lot of cars out there. wasn't big car counts. And now, you know, you're talking a year removed, almost a year removed from this pandemic, six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these guys are packed every weekend. And, and I'm seeing more, like on my Facebook page, I'm seeing more of these the 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 street trophy guys mm-hmm. the sportsman guys the more cars that look like street cars out there racing uh than we've seen before and those guys all upgrade move up i mean it, it just looks like it's on an uptick you know there, there's more coming in there's going to be uh faster cars there's going to be more people moving up in classes um it, it just looks really good right now. You know, we got to talk to Bill Thorpe when we see him. And uh, no uh, secret here that during the um, Nostalgia Nationals down at Milan, Michigan in September, I believe, we are actually going to be graced by Todd Sr. Dunham in the booth for a few minutes, hour, yep. two hours, all day. Tell your wife you're going to be gone all weekend. Um, However long it takes. Yeah, that's right. Hide the gun, for God's sake. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because not only is it fun, and and when we were there, when you were there with us, those in in a COVID year, when it was weird and everybody didn't, you know, people were leaving uh, their oranges in their trunk for three days. Yep. You know, the place was packed. Packed. Yes, it was. Even though people were sitting six foot away from each other. Remember that stuff? Exactly. Yes, I do remember that. The masks. Yes, everybody Uh, was wearing them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the drag racers in the cars had their masks <laughs> on, right? Yes. Yeah, you had to leave your nitro out in the trailer for three days. Ex- yep. Anyway. But but you remember during that event, they had that one, and we've talked about it before when they had that little scheduling issue and they had to run the gassers down the track to bring in Brilliant. the bracket folks. Remember that? Absolutely. And everybody just uh, staying six foot apart. Yes. Hollering and screaming, and, and the drivers were waving. And, man, that was probably one of the most uh, awesome views that I've seen in years in drag racing. I agree. And, you know, the funny thing is that we talked to Johnny Rotten about that, and we talked to Steve Tomosek about that. And it's like, yeah, we know that it was just a happy accident that that happened. It shouldn't say accident around cars. But, you know... Right. You, you're absolutely right, Todd. I mean, people cheered. They saw car after car, and they were all, you know, all the guys who had their hands out waving, you know, out yeah. of their cars and stuff. They're saluting the fans, which goes back to that band analogy. They saluted the fans. The fans saluted them. They started really lifting their wheels up. The people were standing and cheering. I can't yep. tell you when I saw a drag race fans stand up in unison and scream. In a good yeah. way, you know. And the and the thing about it is, you know, a drag racer when you get into the, tr- the the vehicle, it's it's business, it's business all the way down there. And, and there's not, I mean, people can tell you they're having fun and all all this stuff, but they're there for a reason, you know. They, I mean, they do want to have a little bit of fun, but they're there to win. Yeah. You know, so when you can take a, 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 a just a nice easy ride down the track with your helmet off waving to the fans, that gets the drivers giddy as well. You know what? You know, so it's, it's a win-win for everybody. 
I'm so glad you said that because there's a lot of racers we talk to and we go, what do you see? You know, when you get up to, you know, to the tree, they go, nothing. I don't hear nothing. I don't see nothing. I just look at the tack. I can hear the engine and that's it. I said, you don't see the people. You don't see fans cheering. Nope, not necessarily. You know, and so why not give it to, you know, as somebody who was a drag racer as you were, you know, when you saw, the, I don't know if you ever had an opportunity to see the the stands packed, or are a lot of people in the stands. No. Okay. You, ne- you never, you never pay. I mean, you know, most of my time was spent at Michigan, and the only time you would see anybody, uh, even you know, pay attention to anybody is when you were pulling into the the water box coming underneath, the, the you know the the overhang. You know, you would see some people up there, but then. You were looking straight ahead. You were looking at your gauges, getting where you needed to be, and stuff like that. And, and like you say, you don't. You hear your car. I, I. You don't even see the guy next to you. You're just now. You're you're focused, and it's time to go. But I'll tell you, when the car is is flying down there and, and you're busting them gears, that is a rush. See, that I- is a rush. That that is something that everybody has to. It has to try out at least once. Yeah, it, it's not it's, like going on I-75 on the entrance ramp and flooring it. It's right. slightly different, and especially in the class that you were in. You know, it, it wasn't like you got a rental car and you put in the keys and said, let's take a couple of waltzes. Right. Yeah, it was, you know, and it's the whole thing. It's it's the burnout. It's the staging. It's the leaving, uh, shifting when you're supposed to shift because, Homie didn't have an air shifter, so it was all, <laughs> all, all on him. Good for um, you. But and, and then you know, getting down to the other end and letting off, and just it was it was a good time. That that part of it I miss, um, but the updates I don't. Hey, but you can still buy the yep. broken down truck. I mean, I'm sure that you'll I get can. your money back. I did. I've got a uh, 2020. I could run in a trophy class. <laughs> Yeah, you could. See, and that was the one thing that we were we had about that much time between coming home from from Milan or from Milan, from Mid Michigan. And you know, NHRA was on Fox and it's like, "Oh, cool. Let's see some, you know, see what's going on in the NHRA." Again, smoke and noise classes. That's yep. it. Funny car fueler. That's it. And it's all edited down so people believe, seriously believe that you go from uh Qualifying to eliminations to final round takes 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, no, folks, it's not that. And by the way, where's the sportsman? Yeah. And that was. You never see that. No, ever. But they had, now, what was it, two two weeks ago? Two weeks ago or three weeks ago at uh, Mid Michigan, they had the stocks and the super stocks. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good. They they put on a good show. That's that's the stuff in the NHRA that you don't get to see, you know, on the Saturday and the Sunday race events. You know, these guys come down there, and I mean, they're hanging them wheels four feet in the air and and running them out fifty, sixty, seventy feet. You know, yeah. and coming down smooth. You know, these things are set up, and it's that that's something really to see. And I believe they're going to be there again. Uh, later, later in the year, and that's at Mid Michigan. Yep. You know yep. The, the and I, I, I think they run. If I'm not mistaken, I think they run with that. Um, oh my God! It, it loses me. Go ahead. They they have the two races every year up there. It's a three day event. Mid Michigan does. Why am I not thinking of that? They just had it. That was the same time the Super Stocks and the Stocks were there. It's going to be one of those things that you're going to call me at midnight because you're going to remember. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Why can't I think of that? Oh, that's going to kill me now. Yeah, but you know, <sighs> the bigger picture is that I can relate to, you know, your former S10 or 15, whatever yep. that was. You know, I can relate to uh, the kid next door or the guy next door because basically the, the demographics of, of drag race uh, drivers is slightly north of 51, you know. So these are the guys that it's loud, 
you know, they may have two carburetors, they may have one carburetor, they may have a 427, mm-hmm. they may have a 383. You know, but yep. these are the guys, if you don't cater to the sportsmen, how many people, how many sportsmen ha- are in your area? I would say within a 20-mile area from where Todd lives to how many top fuel nitro cars or dragsters are there? None? Yeah. Uh, zero to a whole bunch. Yeah, right. So who should we be looking at? Because I can relate to, you know, everybody likes Todd. Everybody would like to see him race, and we cheer Todd. We know the guy. We like the guy, and there he goes. Ah, Jim. What a great time. Yep. I can't relate to the Nitro Funny Car guys. I mean, I love you, Colettas, you know, but when you have 21 guys just doing your valves, and you got the double stacker, and you got, you know, and, and not Coletta, but... You know, some of these drivers that only come out of the air-conditioned place just to run. Yeah. You know, I, I can't relate. And if you think that's drag racing, and I know that at one point NHRA thought this was like their spectacular deal, you know, because it's different than anybody else. And it's when you're there listening to a Nitro funny car or Top Fueler, it's different than watching it yeah. on the 13-inch Sony Trinitron. Oh, yeah. You know, so I've, I've I've seen those dragsters go by. You know, uh, Mid Michigan used to have them up there. And when them guys go by, I mean, it's you've never felt anything like that. No, I mean, that, you can put your finger six inches deep in your head, and it's still going to ring your ears. Yeah, your chest is absolutely pounding, and you know, yes, that's that's the funny thing. You know, we keep talking about Mid Michigan, and. Just being there Saturday, that track is one of the most hidden gems in Michigan. You know, it it was our our 2020 track of the year because it has the best balance. I mean, as a drag racer, you going down the track and and all the uh, updates they've done, I mean, any fears on that track? No. See, that's what I'm saying. uh, No, I've I've never felt ever unsafe at that track um the, the shutdown areas are great the return roads now are i've seen roads here near my house that aren't as smooth as what those return roads are you know in, in mid-michigan but at a lot of the tracks i mean they've just like i say they, it's it's not the old you know pull in to the dust bowl and the only place that was paved was yeah. the concrete in front of the concession stand. Uh, the bathrooms had cement on it, and then the racetrack. Yeah. You know, everything else was gravel and dust and grass and stuff, and, and now stuff's it, it's, it's paved, it's beautiful. I mean, you know, like we said, you know, at the beginning, um, they've just come so far. Yeah, I mean... And yeah. before, go before we're going farther, yeah. Moneymaker Series... That's what it was. (laughs) I will not lose any sleep over that tonight. Todd was going through his laptop like no tomorrow. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. There it is. Good man. You can hear the keys banging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could see you motioning to everybody over. Come on. All my interns, my highly paid interns. Really? You two of your dogs and away you went? Told you. I got like 60 people that work for me on that facebook page they're all in my head <laughs> see what happens when you give up drag racing you can afford these things now <laughs> you do and, and that's the thing you know i even though i don't have a car anymore i'm constantly you know the wife will even tell me get your face out of that phone you know but if it just seems like if i don't share this stuff and show it. I just want everybody to know what's out there, yeah. where they can come to get their information. You know, I just I want to have as much out there, give everybody as much access as I can to them so they're informed because the worst thing is somebody saying, shit, I didn't know they were racing this weekend. Yeah. You know, just that just that just kills you. So you just you want everybody to know as much as possible what's going on. 
Well, you know, even Anadega stepped up the game a little bit. I mean, we saw him put out something because some of these guys, I know it's a weird year, but some of these folks still haven't got all of their uh, calendars out yet, no. which, which is kind of weird. No, yeah, and like you said, I you know, I see uh, guys will come out and say, okay, this is what we're doing for the next couple of weeks, but what if I wanted to plan a month, yes. month and a half from now, I don't see anything. What, you know, kind of what do you, and, you know, a lot of this came on kind of late, so there are, you know, a few of them are, are just trying to get stuff figured out um, so I can understand that. Um, but you do, you may lose some people because of racers wanting to plan early, getting time off from work to be able to go race. Yep and do that kind of stuff and not being able to plan anything. You're right. I mean, exactly right, Todd, because some people will have, like, the second week of August off, and this is somewhere like in March or April yeah. or May, and go, okay, yeah. great, what's my options for that week? I mean, where do I fit in, if anywhere? And if you don't know, then all of a sudden, you know, the week before it's showtime, it's like, oh, yeah, your event is right here for $50,000. And it's like, son of a yeah. gun, if we knew, you know? Yes, but then yep. again, we and, get, you know, most ahead. people can't get their 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 operation together, you know, in a day or two. You know, you, you got to plan for a lot of stuff. There's a lot of packing. There's a lot of getting stuff ready and and stuff like that. You just can't throw that stuff together on a dime. So the more advanced notice you have, uh, the better off you'll be. All right. So now, how long did it take you? If it's like, all right, we're going to be racing the ex-blue car, ex-blue truck, you know, how long would it take you if you were going to race on Saturday to get everything packed and everything going? When, when would you start? Wednesday? Tuesday? No, you, usually usually you're getting... See, my tools go from the workbench in the garage to uh, plastic bowls and paper bags and shit that goes in, excuse my language, <laughs> in the back of the truck. So, you know, I'm actually starting to get stuff ready Monday, Tuesday. You know, getting that stuff together, and then you'll bring the truck out on Wednesday or whatever it is, get it started, go through the plugs, make sure everything's tight and all that stuff, get it loaded up. So you're doing it for, you're doing it for four or five days. At least I am. I never, I didn't have, you know, the the two sets of tools where you just, you know, you already had your box. You just throw it in the back of the truck, load the vehicle, and away you go. Yeah. You know, I'm packing it. And then it takes another three days to unpack. Oh, sure. And then that's if you had a good day, you know? Yes. And if you didn't yeah. break anything, and if you broke something, you just put it in there and just shut the door and disgust and have yourself a Pepsi. Yep. You son of a <laughs> And then you got to say, how do I budget for this? All right, I won't yep. buy my lunch for the next year. Okay. And but, I, you know, yeah, I'm telling you, 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 I used to leave the racetrack. Whether I won or lost, it didn't matter. I had a ball. Yeah, you know, and that's what everybody, it's that adrenaline and everything that if you're set up to be a drag racer and even a fan, you know that feeling. You know, I mean, we're yeah. not racing at 42, but we're geeked for it. I mean, we're not racing at, at um, 131, but we're geeked for this one. You know, I mean, it's all styles. Drag racing is like music. There's all different styles, classical, country, pop, rock, whatever. You don't have to like every single thing, but as long as you like the overview of music, then you're cool. And that's drag racing. And I'm telling you, there's one big story that's going to be coming through, and that's coming up in about uh, 10 days. And that's going to be Lapeer. So stay tuned. I cannot believe that that is still dragging out. You be Bill Jones. I know you when yeah when you mentioned that I thought I thought this was done. Yeah, I mean this and was I, supposed I, to be done like uh, January 9th. It's got to be driving Bill up a wall. How many times could he? You know, we have told him, dude, why didn't you just take the money and buy an island? You know, yeah. if if he knew, but now you know everything. After 4th of July, I mean, we go 5th of July if it doesn't get pushed back again. But if it does, it, he is under the exact same thing that you said before, Todd. 
people were taking a look at the schedule going, okay, where should we go? What should we do? Yeah. And and the pier couldn't put anything down much besides test and tune because they don't know. I mean, they were guaranteed, quote-unquote guaranteed, you know, months ago that, yeah, you could run. And, and I shouldn't say guaranteed, but, I mean, it was everything right. was in place and everything was ready to go. You know, and and for it to have another roadblock, and it's a silly roadblock, and it's a stupid roadblock in our opinion, because we even had to go in and give testimony, you know, not in our opinion, and it was one of the damn dumbest things we ever sat through in our opinion there for all your stupid legal speak. You know, did he? No, did did they have to show up in court and then they they pushed it another couple weeks, or did he really? So he showed up there and then they said, guess what? We're, we're going to hold this off again. Many, many times. Yeah, I mean, his adrenaline was up and then down, up and down. I mean, really, it's you're right at the money line, and you're coming up out of the burnout box, and somebody oiled down and said, guys, we've got to close down the track for the day. Come yep. back later. I mean, you, all your yep. adrenaline, because the thoughts that he had was, oh, my gosh, we can open up, you know, in May. We can have concerts here. We can have this event here. We can have this event there. And then all of a sudden, Ryan goes and works at Milan now. You know, Peso was like, oh, I'm so glad to be home over at Milan. Well, Jesus, what do you think Bill feels like? You know, because, yeah. you know, Pe- he gave Peso part, carte blanche for a couple of years when when Milan was gone. And it was like, oh, right. dude, do you really want to say that? You know, but I Yeah, and then just turn around and shut the door and say, well, so long. Yeah, it's been real, dude. You know, I guess we were just waiting for Milan to open. But I, Jay's is a better businessman than that. I, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm pretty well sure that's not how it went. But, I mean, Jay going right. to, to Ubley, nice. Go to a place where you've never been before. But, I mean, look at how many yeah. Peso events, Detroit Hood events. I mean, Detroit Hood yeah. has, you know, has Onondaga. That's, that's an interesting story by itself. But if you get... Lapeer open now. You have Northern Oakland County, you know, yeah. and one of the nicest track surfaces that there is now. You're Bill Jennings. What do you do for staff? This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do you get guys ready to go and say, "Hey, you know, get stuff lined up and everything," and then all of a sudden go to court and come back and say, "Guess what, guys? I don't need you again." Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll try it again in another month and see how it goes. Yeah, and if if and it, it, go ahead. No, is it just? I guess I don't know. Is it just? Is it still just petty reasons? Yep. In our opinion. Oh see, yeah. Well, we gotta say that. Yeah, yeah, we have to because that's when we got dragged in. We had to do that. Stu- I mean, we we were there for an hour. I was there for an hour. You know, the really? guy. Oh yeah, their their attorney thought. That we had a, a stick. Well, how many listeners do you have in the tri-state area? Tri-state, right. dude. We're Jeez. worldwide, right? You you understand what we are, right? You know, and it's it was. I believe it all came down because when we had the five fifteen with Bill, he said that the the one guy that was holding everything up was yeah, illegitimate son of Ed. You know, and we all Ooh. you know elbow and rib. Oh, we understand how that was. And it was like, yeah. how dare you? And and here comes, you know, and so they were trying to get them to be slander and all that crap over our air- airwaves and stuff. And they were trying to lean on us, in our opinion, you know, and it's like, go the hell away. You know, so we under- so you, we only saw the So little- you have to remember, after every sentence, you have to say, in our opinion, with your quotation fingers in the air. Only when we talk about Milan. I mean, all about LaPierre. Yeah. You know, everybody LaPierre, else. Yeah. But we like everywhere else, and we like everybody. I mean, it's there's not a track that, that I I don't know, is there a track that you wouldn't want to go to in Michigan? I mean, that's kind Price of... City. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the only one right now. <laughs> not much going on there. No, a little slow. <laughs> kind of like no, the, there's... There is not one track that that I would not want to visit. Um, yeah, every one of them's got their each little personality, and yeah, absolutely. And, uh, they're just there's not one truck or track that's not loved by you know everybody. 
Yeah, and everybody stepped up their game and all that one time, too, because some of these guys, like we said before, were a little bit long in the tooth. But, I mean, 131 is 131. That's got the target on yep. the back. It's got the flushing toilets. Here's Milan. Yes. Has the history, has the location, looks great. People are thrilled they're back home. You have mid-Michigan, one of the nicest balanced tracks everywhere. Clean, kept up, real flushers. You know, yep. and the ice cream's good, and track management is outstanding. Ugly, uh, yep. tons of money put into that thing, like we talked about before. Uh, you know, a small-town track, but it is grown leaps and bounds. Northern Michigan, they have everything rolling on that side. I mean, even down yep. to the, the bow tie was outstanding. Who did we miss? Onondaga you basically Onondaga. is going to be uh, Detroit Hood TV. You're the kings of the no-preps. You know, yep. even though you're, you're supposed to have, like, gassers there and stuff like that. i got to keep an eye. But they, they're so sporadic with what they're bringing out. I don't know if we're just missing yeah. it. But, you know, I mean, are they putting out a lot of stuff for you guys, for your page? Um, I'm, I'm seeing it uh, at least once a week, um, and I, I'm trying to share it, you know, as soon as it comes up. I believe they've got a couple weeks out now with uh, a schedule and stuff that's going on. Matter of fact, I saved that somewhere and I can't find it right now. But um, it's it's kind of you know week to week, couple weeks to couple weeks, and as soon as I get it, I try to post it so we can get everybody out there too as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but yes, I'm seeing more and more. Just take a look at Todd's page. I mean, Drag Racers of Michigan on on the Facebook page, you'll get updated. You know, I mean, there's a couple of pages that kind of do that. You know, but I mean, that is if you're looking like on Wednesday, back in the day when they used to have <laughs> movie theaters and you'd open up the free press and you'd like look down to see who's playing at the Quovatis or the Star 15, you know, just go to the Drag Racers of Michigan Facebook page. They have everything that's that's going on. Anything that that is pumped up, uh, Todd grabs it and puts it up there. So you get a pretty good idea Oh, what's going on? Plus other stuff that's going on there, too. It's not hard to remember yep. that, that name either, kiddies. All right. <laughs> one last thing, Todd. What is going forward? What is the one event people should be looking at? Oh, you, you can't put your finger on one event because every, every racetrack is, is still having special events every weekend. You know what I mean? So you can't. I can't put a finger on one event and say this is the one to go to because everyone has something. So you can go to any track any weekend and you will not be disappointed. Spoken How's that for political? Not bad. What a, what a diplomat you are. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, we, we will see you in person in November. I mean, November. In September. You know, because I'm. Thinking, I thought we were going to the snowmobile races or something. No, it, it's <laughs> <In> November. <laughs> the reason why I just looked over on it, and Ubly is going to be going till November. They're going to do the makeup peso race November fourth. I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. That's pretty late in the year. That's pretty. I'd be interested to see how well that goes. But Nick will pull it off. Yeah, I mean, I want to see you guys hook up in November. I want to see that traction come up. You know, I mean, the air quality would be fabulous at 31 degrees, you know. Yes, sir. But if you push yes, that sir. snow away, good Lord. Yeah, that's why. But they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be routing those headers up through the or through the uh, driver's <laughs> compartments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the fans will be putting their hands behind the cars so they could get some heat. Yeah, but we will be at the Nostalgia Nationals uh, where you'll see uh, Todd and myself at Milan. Yep. It's one of the, the few Milan races that we have on our schedule, only because they didn't have theirs out when we were formulating ours. But we're looking forward to this. This It's one of the most fun races you can have. We're going to have the video there. We're going to have Todd there. We'll be having the big guy will be there. Greg Parham will be with us. Of course, Sue Martin will be with us and uh, Associated um, Interns. If we can get them to stop eating Doritos and drinking Red Bull. Todd, thanks an awful lot. I appreciate you being with us, man. Always good to talk to you. John, I appreciate it. It's been great talking to you as well. All right, Hot Rod. See you in September. I'll be there. All right. Bye, boss. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Yep.
I mean, Ted Dunham is one of the most salt-of-the-earth guys. When it comes to drag racing, honest to God, you can go forever with him in an intelligent conversation about drag racing. That it, it just he's phenomenal. He keeps up on everything. Yeah, his you know I'm sure his wife is kind of mad that his nose is in uh, in the phone to see what's breaking. But there in drag racing, especially around Michigan, it's like the weather. There's always something new, changing, something going on, something that you look at and go, oh, "That's cool. We're going to do that." And you're going to see that too on Todd's page, and it's called Drag Racers. Drag Races of Michigan, okay? And that's the Facebook page. If you want to know what's going on, you know, it's a quick boom, boom, boom. He takes everybody, he, whatever comes up from tracks, and he puts it up on his side. Awesome thing. 